Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the InVibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at InVibeLife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Hi, welcome to the InVibe Life podcast. I'm Amy Parker here with Cheryl Dunn and our friend Janet St. Paul. Hi, everybody. We are so excited to be here with Janet tonight um, for our first beauty podcast or beauty episode. Janet is our go-to for (laughs) hair, makeup, (laughs) clothes. (laughs) Stylist extraordinaire. And we should put a disclaimer running along the bottom of the podcast (laughs) that she did not do our hair and makeup tonight. I think they did a really good job. I'm just going to say, I think this is Well, we have a great example. And little known fact, Janet is how I met Cheryl to begin with over 10 years ago. So Janet has been my stylist um, for over 10 years now. I've known Cheryl for almost 10 years. And... So this connection has been going on for a little while, and we've watched your business grow and Mm. thrive and been so excited to watch that and be a part of it. And now you've brought us together all those years ago, and so this feels like it's really... I know. A benchmark moment for yeah, us to all yeah. three be here together talking about our businesses yeah, and about our ideas. Janet bringing you and I together and I now know. we're doing in vibe. So it's exciting. I love it. And I love that you guys are exceeding your new venture. I think it's going to be great. We've been talking about this for so many years and you know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We've had so many different ideas down this path before we came to where we are now within Bible Life. And we're so excited to be here mm-hmm. and see where it's going to go and where it's going to take us. And at InVibe Life, you know, we are all about balance, mm-hmm. um, health, wellness, uh, emotional health, spiritual health, Inside physical out. health. Yeah, in mm-hmm. every way. Yeah. But for both of us, you know, beauty is a part of that. Beauty is yes. a part of balance. It's a part of wellness. And I think you believe that too. Yeah, I'm not sure all of your clients, Janet, know that you also um, devote a lot of time to wellness outside mm-hmm. your work. Yeah. And um, you've been on this journey with us, actually, yes. for um, spiritual growth, emotional growth, um, health and wellness. And we want to hear from you how you feel that beauty fits in to a wellness lifestyle or a balanced lifestyle. Um, So just to answer that first part initially, I think that it's a 360 approach because if you're not working on yourself as a whole, not any one aspect will come forward all the way to fruition. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? So 
Um, and I've only learned that, so I'm 49 now, and I've only learned that through a bunch Maybe. of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, wow. Next year. I'm taking huh. baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say. I'm the OG. <laughs> but I feel like if you are not working on yourself or looking at every aspect on a whole, it's really hard to achieve that end destination of whatever your complete vision of totality looks like. You know, right. I don't think um, any definition is the same for any one person or any one woman, to be honest, especially for women. Mm -hmm. You know, you had mentioned something a little bit earlier that you think it's so much um, harder for moms and then, you right. know, then you said women. And I said, you know, I agree. I think it's women on a whole, right? I think that if you're a mom and you work, it's always devoting time to your children. Then I yes. also think it's a split between devoting time between work and your husband. And then if you don't have those three things, then you spend so much time trying to get to those benchmarks in your life. And then it's like, where's the balance? Where are you? Where so have you left yourself? What we were talking about is finding the time for your beauty regimen, whatever that mm -hmm. is for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's different for every woman yeah, as well. Because some women are absolutely willing to do one thing, but another one's like, oh no, you're never going to catch me with a blow dryer. Mm -hmm. And another one's like, yes, yeah. I can't wait to blow my hair dry. Today. Very few. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest about that. <laughs> Very few. But that's what we we're talking about. Who really takes the time and yeah. I think that that's one of the things that I love about Janet's is the more she can do to help me on the journey of trying yeah. to look better the less time it really does take yeah and I think the beauty about um, the beauty industry on the whole I'm super proud to be in this industry I think that the impact that hairstylists, um, estheticians, the beauty industry across the board has on an individual life or the way that they feel about themselves or just a moment to like press pause and take a little time or to leave and be like, Oh my God, I really feel amazing. I'm super proud to be part of that. And you probably see it. Yes. From the time they walk into the door to the time they leave the yeah. door, you can probably see the inner glow change Absolutely. because you've made them feel beautiful. Well, and what I found so interesting kind of moving out of a major market like New York City, where I lived for 16 years, and coming to Austin, Texas, is a lot of women felt they could never achieve that feeling or that desired look, or they could achieve it, but how are they gonna do it at home? And I'm gonna be perfectly honest, what I love is that I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna show, look, we're gonna do two blow dries, I'm gonna show you how you're gonna mm -hmm. do it, then I'm gonna blow it out like you had your hair cut. And I go over the same thing often, a million times a day, and I have no problem with it, but to me, to first of all, the shape is in the haircut, that's yes. my whole philosophy, the shape is not in the styling of it, and to give the tools to your client to actually know how to replicate it is everything to me. And then just like your body, if your hair isn't healthy, it's not going to look good. And that's like paramount to me because really the chicest women throughout history, it's been about the health of their hair. And so what's more important, the products or diet? exercise, lifestyle. Combination, for sure. Yeah. Because if you could give somebody advice on right. how to get that healthy hair, mm. 
Come on. Yeah. yeah or what's, okay. like, like, what, <laughs> what's the one thing you would say definitely do and what's the one thing you'd say definitely do not do? Okay. There so, is. so that's a two-parter. So okay. the first part is 100%. It's about both. And the reason that I say that is because I cannot tell you how many clients I've worked with for a period of time and sometimes new clients and I'll feel their hair texture after doing hair for 25 years. There's a certain way that the hair feels in its elasticity. Lots of rounds of different types of chemical processing and yeah. hair challenges. And I'm going to tell you right now, top issues for women, thyroid, post-pregnancy, that would be pregnancy breastfeeding, right? And when there's a thyroid and or an anemia issue, it all plays out in their hair because all of those internal issues impact the pituitary, which impacts every single part of a woman's body. Every single part. Mm -hmm. Her skin will shift. She'll be like, I don't know. My nails are breaking. Mm -hmm. My skin. I don't understand. This and then a huge topic. And then she's like, oh, this my God. Yeah. My hair, it's thinning. I don't understand. It doesn't feel. So I'm going to say one fact. And this is fact. It's physics. Every woman's hair starts to get a little bit finer. Very, very microscopic fineness. I'm <laughs> going, yeah. Oh, you have so much hair. You don't have to <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what? I know. Just go. <laughs> okay, you're out. So, um, but every woman's hair gets a little bit finer from the time that she is 25 or 26. Wow. Because it's tied to your hormones. Your hormones. As your hormones starts to slowly, I mean, this is a slow crescendo, right? When do they say is the best time to have a baby? Yeah. yeah. Mid 20s. Yeah. Late 20s, right? Yeah. That's because your hormones are really like at their fullest, they're at their right. peak, their strongest. So from 25 on, every woman's hair gets finer. Fact, okay? So we're just gonna deal with that. Does that also mean thinning out? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It I can, mean, it can be square footage part. and each strand can change. This was going to be one of my next questions yeah. to you is how to hormones. I thought we were gonna start the conversation at 40. Mm -mm. You know, we're starting no. at 25. Yeah, yeah. So, a big thing that is just part of what speaks to my life and my brand um, is our hair care predominantly is Fito. Fito is a privately held hair care company. It was started by Patrick Alez, who actually just this past year passed away at, um, I believe, his early 90s or very late, very late 80s. Um, and it is completely botanically based. And the reason it speaks to me so much is because when you coat the skin in any way, so that would also be the scalp because the scalp is just a form of skin covered by this stuff. And you suffocate the pore where the bulb is below the skin. It reduces circulation. The more you reduce the circulation, the more that that hair shaft out of the bulb gets impacted. So today, most people, especially Americans, feel like I have to shampoo a lot. That's the first thing. Second thing is they because they feel that is a cleanliness thing. That's very I American. Swear a lot. I, and it's okay. A lot. It's totally okay. I like to wash. But you just have to know what you're using smell. and like the pH, right? Yes. And you have to make sure 
that the things that you do chemically to your hair, like whatever it is, whether it's color or highlighting or smoothing treatments or extensions. Or all of it. Or all of the above. <laughs> e, all of the above. Um, you just have to make sure that you're treating it properly and that that prescription is accurate. And so one part is Americans like to cleanse often. That's the first part. Second part is we like to feel soft and silky mm -hmm. on our hair, especially after we get out of the shower. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now, here's a fact. Hair is a texture. A cotton shirt does not feel soft when it comes out of the washer, yes or no? It feels kind of rigid a little bit. Right. Yeah, I was like, my hair does not feel yeah. soft when I get out of the shower. No, it feels a little like a little all rough. over the place. Yeah. Right, because yeah. there's nothing coating it. So oh, here's the thing. Okay. A texture only feels smooth if something's on it. Right. End of discussion. Is that what The I'm measure saying? of the health of the hair is okay. how it feels when it's dry. Oh. Not when okay. it's wet. Okay. That's fact. Like the whole hormone I had thing. No idea. <laughs> Everybody's like, okay, I'm gonna touch my hair. For those of you listening to the podcast, we're all petting ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> But I just, that's kind of my cornerstone. So Fito's the predominant product in this zone. It's the only luxury product that is um, completely botanically based that gives high performance results. And I feel really proud to be part of that. But you're right, the thinning discussion does not start at 40. And you know what other example is in that? Eye cream, everybody, doesn't start at 40. Eye cream starts like in your 20s. Why would you? Because in your 20s, you think you're invincible. I'm gonna bake, I'm gonna lay out, I'm gonna like baby oil and like our moms were like iodine and like, right? Yeah. Reflectors, okay, you don't put your sunscreen on at 20. You're more inclined to put your sunscreen on at like, you know, mid to late 30s, early 40s, but then you're a little late, right? You wanna be on the preventative forward end of that. You wanna be in a treatment zone always. Right. Just like you drink your water, just like you go get your physical and your mammograms and all of that, right? It's the same with your routine in health. Uh, and it all matters. <laughs> it all comes together as a part of the whole picture yeah. of who you are and how you feel. Absolutely. It's really hard to decipher a lot of the information that's out there too. I think that's Completely. another... Yeah, I think that's really hard. I mean, and and the difference between information and advertisement yes. is so much of yes. it comes across. Great point. Yeah. Massive difference. Yes. And by the way, I'm not saying that there's only one avenue for any of this because I also think that women on the whole get in this lane of like, then they fear, oh, well, I'm not doing it well enough. I'm not doing... My, because we all compare ourselves My to biggest other. thing is that um, you have to honor the process. Oh, you have that. to honor the time that you get the message. You have to honor how things come. You have to um, take it one step at a time because I think that, um, I don't know, I, I think stop beating yourself up. Like I'm, I'm really working on that this year. Honor Hardcore. the process. Yeah, I mean, huge. could that be, I mean, that could be a motto for but that life, guy, okay, so for the, everything. So the first yeah. time someone ever wrote that to me in a card, it was mm -hmm. in relation to me dealing with grief. Aww. 
Oh, um, love it. And that, when I, because there's not, when someone's in deep grief, mm. there's not really anything you can yeah. say to help. Absolutely. But when I read that honor the process, it made me realize wherever you are in the journey is okay. Yeah. And that goes with beauty, but it goes with life. You know? So not to get too heady, but I yeah. just heard something today and uh, <laughs> I, I am so bummed that I'm going to miss her in Dallas, but Oprah is doing a tour in 2020 and she's just my Svengali. Like uh, she was my babysitter <laughs> in uh, grammar school and high school. You know, I would come home by myself and I'd oh, I click it. on the TV in the eighties and yeah. I adore her. A lot of stay-at-home mommy years when yeah. I was yeah. lonely totally. and totally. Yeah, totally. having a hard time, and and she, I think she is just such a inspiration. I mean, I know she touches so many people in so many different ways, but she did an interview. I also love um, Lady Gaga because oh, her process is yeah. mind-blowing, mm -hmm. and the term that really stuck with me from that interview was radical acceptance. Oh, I love that. Because she's very forthright in saying how she had um, basically a history, a, a mental, unpleasant. a mental mm -hmm. break mm -hmm. and she was institutionalized. And I just thought, wow, radical acceptance. That's going to be my theme this year. Yeah. Because that's what I love to help clients with. Like everybody at some point wants to cover something, right? I mean, maybe we have like a little too much in the middle or a little something here, or a little something here, or a little something here. Oh, my eyelids are this and that. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we all okay. do. Every, every, everybody. Okay. Here's the best part. My whole consultation is based on show the good stuff. Show all this good stuff. Let's show the cheeks. Let's show the eyes. Let's show your lips. And then whatever is your particular... Not so good. Stuff. I don't feel great about that. Yeah. Objectively, maybe it's not even on my radar. Right. Because I, I would never say it, but it, maybe it's really not on my radar. But if you show the good, the mm, things that you don't love will fade in the back. And that's what oh, a good yeah. shape of a haircut does to right. me. Brings out mm -hmm. the good. And then the color paints on to that, whether it's a full single process, there's all kinds of different ways of showing light and dark in a tone on tone value. There's all kinds of lightness, fun that you can have. You should think of your hair seasonally. You should definitely treat your hair seasonally. You need to think about your hair summer and winter versus just, this is my routine. I mean, how many of your friends have said to you, well, I had this and then like, it doesn't work anymore. And then I moved on to something yes. else. And yeah. okay, yeah. that's because you should always rotate your shampoos. Yeah. I don't mean every day. I just mean, use that bottle, ask your stylist, Hey, so I use this one and like, I'd love to try something else. What do you think? Or if you feel a texture change, you want to say, feels a little like dry or help me get a little more shine. Talk to me about that. Right. Cause your stylist can help you. So I have a question. Okay. When we come to your place, yeah. we get that treatment. You know, we get this. Oh, I love that. We feel. I was just thinking, I never have to ask that exactly. because Janet. <laughs> exactly. We get this. Well, we get this treatment that is palpable, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it is very clear. Like I might kind of come in and yeah. I say, Janet, no I want up. this haircut. Ah. Yeah, you can use that. I come in, I come in and I say, Janet, I want this. 
and you're brutally honest with me. You're like, uh, uh-uh, that's never gonna work for you, right? That that mm-hmm. is priceless, and you you're very. It's like, but I right. deliver it a little bit better. Than no, you deliver okay. it great. Right. Like, <laughs> like, no, you can't. That's I'll, awful. I might tell a friend, hey, I'm going to get my hair cut, and they say, what are you gonna do? I'm like, well, I don't really have to think about what mm-hmm. I'm gonna do because yeah. I can show up, and Janet does what's best for me always. I love that. And and it doesn't matter if I'm seeing you. I feel like everyone that works for you has that same. Quality. That right? is the highest compliment. If, if someone is listening to this podcast and they're not in Austin, Texas, how do you recommend they find a salon that meets these qualities? Okay. So, because um, that's tough. tough. Yeah, it is. So, uh, I feel really grateful because our salon has um, four hairstylists that have no less than um, 11 years of experience in Manhattan. And there is um, a really strong palpable difference in your training from a major market. So um, that's just a sidebar. When you are trying to find a stylist, the best thing is to talk to a friend that you love how their hair looks Uh. and make sure the texture is kind of similar. Often, I mean, look, a good stylist is a good stylist. That's the first thing. That's so true. The second thing is you want to get curious. There's so many tools now online, right? Look at their social media for sure. You're great Um, about that. We try. It's really, it's a struggle, man. It's a struggle because what I've started to understand is in our industry, the people that are really good at social media, if they are really, really busy, really busy. I mean, slamming behind the chair. It's hard to get social media out. It's hard to do it. But you know what? The people that really do it well, they've got freaking teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, teams. Right. They have three and four people mm-hmm. literally work in their social media. I'm talking live on the floor in the minute. I love that about yours though. Oh, I love like right now, I feel like you're putting out in your social media, a lot of teaching. Like I see your Silas doing somebody else's hair and I mean, maybe not everybody loves that, but I love that because I'm like, ooh, I want to try that. No, it's so great. I'm going to say, and this is a point too for those of you who aren't in Austin, Texas, you can go to Janet St. Paul on Facebook and yeah, yeah, for sure. There are videos, yeah. there are before the, and after. Our website there. has a ton of blogs and tutorials. Our blow and dry, and that's at JanetStPaul.com. Our, um, our blog and uh, tutorial on how to blow your hair blew up. I mean, it was crazy. So then I'm like, we should probably shoot a video for this. Yeah. And the how-to was insane. So that was the first thing. So and, and um, we can link some of those things oh, great. under yeah. this podcast Excellent. too on our website Excellent. at inmyblife.com. So tell me, the second part was how do people find this in their own market? Right. For example, when I came to you, I had moved to Austin, had been using the same person for 10 years that had, I think at that point, three hairstylists in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I had to do some research and that was before there was social media at play and things (laughs) like that. And I really called. And yes, um, that was going to be my next And thing. when I called the salon, I said, I have very curly hair and I'm not kidding. I mean, really, <laughs> who do you have? Heads up. But yeah. you wouldn't know that. Who do you have hair? that can handle it? Look at that blow dry. I know. But who do you have that can really handle it and has a lot of experience? And 
led me to you. So that's the other thing. Uh, a really good salon is going to be a 360 approach. That's my whole method, right? Um, they're going to have a great training program for their stylist. They're going to have a great training program for their front desk. They're going to have a great training program for their assistants. They're going to have um, tools available for every aspect of the salon. And their front desk is going to be able to speak well to their unique points of difference, right? Yeah. Our biggest point of difference is that we are not a New York, I mean, we are not an Austin, Texas salon. We just happen to be in Austin, Texas. We are full on a New York City salon. End of discussion. End of discussion. The level of work, the level of training, the perspective and the authenticity that my stylist shoot for, which kind of goes back to your original comment. Um, Cheryl had mentioned that she wanted to always be able to enjoy coming and feeling so relaxed and see other stylists. Um, we pride ourselves on, first of all, being a team. I also think now for my industry, there are going to be many different views on this. And this is just my personal opinion, which really doesn't mean anything outside of just the three of us talking. Booth rental for me is not really where it's at. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, there could be some tenured stylist that go to booth rental that could be very, very good. Okay. That's total disclaimer. The challenge is the average stylist who is very creative often has a hard time managing a brand, marketing themselves, working on their valuation, working on their training. It's a full 360 for the business and it's a full 360 for the stylist. It's a full 360 for each part of it. And if you're not constantly trying to raise your bar, and you know this and you know this because you've both been in service-oriented industries, if you're not striving for that every single day, every day, yeah, forget it, game over. Like roll it up, put, hang a shingle on the door, closed, done, bye. Because we strive to be authentic, be the best that we can, show up every day, and we try to come into that space, leave everything of our personal life behind, and just be kind of present, present in open vessels, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's it's hard work it, and then the technical stuff just is like on top of that right so to me that's the biggest thing when you are looking for a salon in another market call talk to the front desk ask questions then go in have a consultation ask who is the best stylist like you said for this type of hair texture mm -hmm. and do a little research you know i think people think photographs when you go to your stylist is not a good thing and i actually don't think that's true I actually think it's a spirit of an inspiration that you're showing the stylist. Mm -hmm. I like these tones. I like this kind of blonde. I like this kind of... I always show up with photographs. I think it's the best because yeah. it's showing mm -hmm. an yeah. idea yeah. that the stylist and you don't have to decipher. You're just actually communicating through a vision. You're yeah. not saying make me look like this person. Nobody thinks that. Oh, wouldn't that be nice though? Yeah. <laughs> It's a great visual cue, right? And I think any stylist thinks that that's wonderful. And the consultation should be really good. If you're not feeling that the stylist 
knows a direction and a road that they're going to take you on, whether it's cut or color. And we do both at my salon because I just, it's a business principle for me, even though I was a stylist for 16 years in Manhattan. If they don't have a vision for where you're going, hmm, double think that. That's just my little That's tidbit. good. That's a great yeah. answer. Um, I have also a question. Okay. I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But we're just now coming into 2020, a whole new decade. So exciting. There's this gray trend, mm. right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? You mean natural gray? Like mm. women yeah. letting but it go? But even not, both. even not natural. Like both. women coloring, coloring. their hair. They color gray. their hair gray now. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. Let, let's be honest. And look, look don't get me. me wrong. It looks beautiful <laughs> on some people. Look at me. Yeah. I, I love style and fashion and trend and inspiration. There is a difference between trend yes. and trendy. Totally. Okay? Mm -hmm. Trend, forward thinking, forward moving, cutting edge, love it. I, I love fun. getting fun dressed and putting my makeup on and the whole nine yards, doing my hair. And when I really do different things with it, everybody's like, because oh. yes. most yes. of the time, you know, I'm like, yeah, but this is good. I gotta yeah. go to work. But my point is, trendy is the gray. So here's okay. the thing. All beauty and fashion, albeit makeup colors, nail polish colors, right? All beauty and fashion. Okay, here's the last element, decorating. Commercial or residential, link together. Let me tell you why. Um, do you remember like, six years ago, all of a sudden appliances in the kitchen started going shiny. Yes. We were like, matte, 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 matte. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like glossy, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden like stainless was out and it had been in for like 30 years. <laughs> and then it was brushed gold or mm -hmm. bronze yep. or, right? right. Which mm -hmm. if you grew up in the eighties, it's like, wow, that's wow. so kind of harkens yeah. the eighties right. a little. Right? Okay. Yes. So we see how it all comes around. So the gray hair trend is about the whole um, uh, picking your color and doing something fashion forward and funky and unique and kind of stand out. I mean, look, okay. Hi, I referenced Lady Gaga earlier. That interview with Oprah, her hair is full blown pink. Yeah. And what she references in that is like, how cool, like pink hair is like no big deal now. Which is true. Mm -hmm. Which is true. It's, it's no true. big deal. A lot of the young girls like it, right? I think and you older just, women. I, yeah. I, I mean, I have older women in my studio that come in and they've got a little pink here or a little blue there. I love it. And these are, you know. Totally. Classic. Yeah, yeah classic mm -hmm. type. But then all of a sudden there's a little pink because totally her granddaughter not. thought, this will be fun. Can we yeah. do it? And so they all do it. <laughs> totally. Mm -hmm. you know. Here's the thing. Um, Trend colors are incredible. You have to talk to your stylist about the health of your hair and how you're going to maintain it and what is this trend color going to look like in two weeks. Because in two weeks. I'm going to be honest. What they have to do for anything, even for your blonde, for how blonde you are, anything darker than this, they have, we, I'm talking like it's not me, <laughs> we have to lift it to white. Yeah. White, which is like lighter than this. Yeah, that's yellow. Oh. 
if you're just thinking of the color spectrum, not blonde and yeah. brunette and strawberry yeah. and redhead, this is, has golden in it, right? You can make all the color gold. Whatever. You have to make it white. And then what you're doing is you're taking all the melanin out of the hair, not to get too chemically oriented, but there's nothing for it to stick to. So you will be glossing that color no less than every two weeks. And you're definitely gonna pay a little bit of a price on the health. It's, it's gonna take your hair for a little bit of a ride. So you just have to make sure you're set up for success. There are all kinds of treatments. There are incredible treatments in our industry now, which mm -hmm. are amazing. Um, we've even used some on you, right? And I've used some on you um, that help the hair to fortify as it grows out. But the reality is it's going to take your hair for a ride. And you can guarantee that. End of discussion. So just be make sure you know what you're getting into. I'm going to be honest. For my personal taste, what I tend to do is actually um, suggest to the client, let's do some extensions in that color. Here's the best part. If you're doing really great extensions, they'll last about four or five months if they're bonded what to the hair. What if you just color the extension? You can order them colored. Oh, beautiful. Literally, you order them colored, it's all done, it stays true to its tone, it doesn't fade, you're not going back to the salon, and you got about four months if you're doing a bonded hair extension, right? Wow. Tape-ins last a little less, but tapings you can reuse. Bonded hair extensions, which are actually bonded to the hair, you can't reuse. This is the, I know, it's a whole new world. Territory to me, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a great avenue and it's much better. I think it yeah. just looks better. Like if you're gonna go there, like do it right. You right. know, Lady Gaga can have somebody gloss her hair at her house every, every other day, yeah. literally. Yeah. So yeah. she's not worried about fading. Right. But to me, it doesn't look great if it fades, even on kids, right? Because they're so it's young, true. I don't want to trash right. their hair. Mm -hmm. Seen it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on that note, we are in the early weeks of 2020. So we just um, closed out one decade and we're starting another. How would you characterize what you saw in trends in the last decade? And what do you think we will see in the coming decade? Okay, And not even just the gray color, but even yeah, more extensions mm -hmm. and things like that versus oh, a natural sure. look mm -hmm. or, yeah. Absolutely, okay. So this is always fun to talk about. Um, and of course I have more than one answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay, um, first part is hair and makeup always follows fashion. Okay. Always, 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 always. Like cars went matte, right? Especially luxury segment, mm -hmm. polish went matte. I don't know if you oh, noticed that. Fascinating. Do you get it? Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they all kind of interlace. Um, the biggest part for trend for me is that I always like beautiful, soft, wearable. I like hair to look like hair. I like it pretty. I like it. It's just my French background, my French training. It's super important to me. Um, how you edit in that group is often with like, okay, instead of like tight short bangs, we're gonna do like some really soft, pretty curtain bangs. We're also gonna do like fun color, maybe we'll brighten some areas, lighten some ends, things like that. Trend also goes with what pop culture is doing. So I'm gonna just name one person that drives so much pop culture, it's incredible. Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so out of the loop. 
That was a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Kim Kardashian and her sisters all drive this machine in a very big way. And I love them for it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think that... Um, Keeps nobody guessing. Well, I, it, but you know what's so interesting? They, they put it all out there, right? For good or for bad. And the reality is they drive pop culture hugely. Someday we are going to look back at that group of sisters and we are going to say, wow, they were like a modern Warhol mm -hmm. because of how they steered everything through what they did. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the reason I bring up her name is because do you guys ever think when her hair is super, super long and really, really dark? Kim's. Mm -hmm. Don't you think she looks like Cher? <gasps> a little, yeah. Now that you say that. Don't you think her gold chains and how she does yes. a thick, flat herringbone? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is so 70s and that yes. is all my jam. You know, yes. I had that necklace oh. in the 80s and I want one again. I do too. I do too. I was what like, I want, I want a fat herringbone and it's yeah. not like Dexter, it's oh, Hairstylist. So a few years oh. ago, trend was who? Cindy Crawford, you know, supermodels, right? Right. 10, 15 years ago drove mm -hmm. that. Now, with the social media presence and push, right. you don't need that extended reach. You can get right to somebody by sending them a private message. Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Totally. If you're following their fan page and whether they're answering it or someone that they've hired right. to answer uh -huh. it, they're still going to probably get a message. I'm going to tell you right now, every social media comment we get, we print it out. We put it in the staff room, good or bad. I mean, very right. few bad. Thank God. I mean, I'm just going to say that right now. But we like everybody to be involved in it so that they know because I think it's really important. It's a piece of their ownership and what they're doing. And... Kim Kardashian single-handedly drives a tremendous amount. So a lot of her extensions are called hand-tied. Her stylists are primo. They are like the greats of the industry. Um, also, J-Lo's makeup artist and her hairstylist, oh. she's also a big driver in the yeah. industry, right? If yeah. you think about even before Kim Kardashian and that whole beautiful like light in the front and like yeah. highlight here mm -hmm. and contouring like she really brought that back right no well kim really brought it to the brought masses okay j-lo had been doing, doing it. that yeah years before yeah right like yeah. if you look at her makeup trend all the way yes. through it's really consistent it's beautiful oh my god right. gorgeous you want to talk about a beautiful woman and aging gorgeous. so impeccably yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. i whatever however she gets there i think she really works out hard i think she takes care of herself and anything else i think awesome more power to yeah. you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i have no yeah. judgment right that's now. the other thing don't judge your friends and don't try to keep up with them it's like you know for me, I, at this point, I, I also never say never, never say never, never say never, radical acceptance, never say never, right? Because for me, what I've come to understand is, um, 
at this point, I, I have some autoimmune issues and I like how I've gone through a health journey this past year in 2019 and they've really shifted and changed. You've seen that. Mm -hmm. So for me, I tend to not really do a lot of like injectables, but I really focus on the texture a ton, like lots of laser, lots of pinning and micro pinning and, um, just to keep the elasticity as taunt as I possibly can before right. I go to injections. But I also have no skin in that game if that works for somebody. I really right. don't. I right. say more power to you. Right. I think it's awesome. Love my injectables. Love <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. I'm insane. Yeah. 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 But been doing it's it for just a while. not yet. I love it. <laughs> I love it. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Love it. Thanks, Eugenia. <laughs> just saying. So I think that this really helped and covered a lot. Oh, but let's ask the question we like to ask yes. everyone. Okay. And that's, you've kind of covered this, but what is one thing you do maybe each day to bring balance into your life? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So truth be told, I'm going to full disclosure. Um, I am not really in balance right now and I'm really, uh, just kind of a little bit off my rocker, to put it mildly. Um, okay. I've, we all go through yeah, that totally. process. That's right. part of it too. Exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. radical acceptance. That's right. what kind of got me to um, feeling better about today. You know, there's just a lot going on in my life right now. And I have so much polarization. Really exceptionally, exceptionally good and exceptionally not great. And it's kind of been dragging on for a few months. And... Um, I, I see a light at the end of the tunnel and the reality is right now I'm way out of my practice. Um, it's even been hard to get into see you. Mm -hmm. Um, I consider it a win when I'm like, okay, I ate well, I didn't drink a lot <laughs> <laughs> and I had a good day at work and I'm just going to like end my day. I kind of like, I'm really Some in a simple vessel right now. Mm -hmm. Um, when I am in my real flow, I'm meditating more often mm -hmm. and, um, I have a bunch of little fun, quick things. Um, I always marvel at people who say they like meditate for like 20, 30 minutes or like multiple times oh, a day because I'm like, that's amazing. Amy's mm -hmm. one of those. But I've been out of that lately too. It's amazing. But, but you, but back when in. you're in I've it, been, you can do I, it. I it's amazing. Minutes, yeah. It's amazing. I, I really, that's going to be my goal my someday. Place. Really. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've come to understand that in owning your own business, there is never a finish line. And I'm not using it as a crutch, but I thought I kept, I would get to this spot all the time and like breathe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, it's not going right. to happen. So how do I keep that in the minute and understand that I have to keep inserting the process and the ritual of balance at little tiny increments. And so sometimes literally, <laughs> sorry, TMI, but um, during the day when I go to the restroom, I just take like maybe a solid three minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to close my eyes and just like, and so yeah. that's it, really. I don't for think right there's now. a mommy that hasn't done that too. Oh, yeah. totally. Like, Actually, not your door right hope now. Hope that nobody's followed yeah. you in there. Exactly. Not even your dog. Exactly. Like, seriously? 
Great point. On, but you know what? This is what I want to say. I appreciate what you just said and shared because everything you said is exactly why Cheryl and I are doing what we're doing. Oh, yes. I love it. It's I because it. it is a process and it is mm. a journey and you have ups and downs and we have found it so helpful to support each other. Yeah. And we want this to be a place that other people can yeah. come and I want so that say, we're all just supporting each other. How special this is because um, in our world, this whole ability to reach people with a little more ease is pretty incredible, right? It gives you the ultimate flexibility. And I think that there is not enough in our world, not even our country, just our world that supports other humans in a really sweet, soft, easy, sometimes fun, kind way. There's not enough of it. So kudos, girls. I think it's going to be great. We're excited. Yeah, I feel thrilled to be part of it. Well, thank you, Janet. We can't thank wait you. for You're our welcome. next topic and the next yeah, time you I can't wait. Us. Can't wait and to come back. So excited. Love thank it. You. We love you. Thank love you. you. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll have a new podcast out soon. Yeah, www.invibelife.com, and we will have links to Janet's salon and her social media, so you can check us all out there. Excellent. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Invibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.